Listener Production. US debt ceiling negotiations remain front of mind for investors globally. An Aussie share set to open higher on Tuesday with Technology One and Brainchip shares in focus. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Tuesday, May 23. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. So, Ryan, we hear a lot about it. It's a perennial reference, but the US debt ceiling is really the main game in town at the moment. Well, that's right, Tom. We're only 10 days away from a potential default in the United States. President Joe Biden and Republican leader Kevin McCarthy were set to meet in Washington, D.C. after Wall Street closed. That's right. So the thing to watch out for in early Asian trade this morning, uh, any headlines emanating out of that discussion, any sense that there is a positive movement will be embraced. And obviously, the opposite applies if they're coming out of there and have terse words to say uh, towards each other. Yes, and, and certainly the likelihood of any agreement today are fairly low, given the political discourse and the election that's on the horizon in the US in 2024. So there'll be a lot of brinkmanship here. It's going to be a line ball, isn't it? Like It'll be the death knell, um, and then something will happen, you would have to think, because no party wants to have blood on their hands in relation to this outcome. But, you know, the acrimony that we have seen in US politics in recent history means that the the anxiety in the markets is is justified at the moment. Absolutely. But it was an interesting night on Wall Street. We did see leadership in the technology sector continue. Which is a, a continuing theme. It absolutely is. And it seems as though the debt ceiling drama has intensified the mega cap tech stocks desire for all investors to move towards that as a defensive trade. I suppose it is something that it not only has the US domestic political situation uh, to one side, but also you know the geopolitical conversation centers on technology as well. Because in the last day, yesterday we spoke about how uh, the Chinese had made uh, some efforts to ban the uh, ch- chip sales of Micron in China. That stock was down by as much as 4% in the day session in the US. It recovered, it finished off its worst levels. It was down by around 2.8%. They've said that fails cybersecurity reviews. So the fact that they constitute about 11% of their overall sales in in China is the reason why the stock has fallen. But it also casts a shadow over some of its peers, NVIDIA, Advanced Micro Devices, Qualcomm. They're all down in the order of around a quarter to a half of 1%. So it was uh, taken quite seriously. But for the overall NASDAQ to finish uh, up by a half of 1%, for the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, which we've been talking about quite a bit, that saw a 1% decline at its worst levels, but then it recovered to finish up by a third of a percent. Ryan, that sort of price action is something that always gets our attention when you see resilience and an outperformance compared to the backdrop. And we also continue to see those artificial intelligence-related stocks doing very well overnight. So we did see the likes of... The two things are cheek by jowl. So you don't get AI without improved chip performance. That's why the two things are so closely related. Very strongly related. And we did see Alphabet shares and Meta Platform shares up up to 1.9%. However, Apple was a little bit of a drag. It was down 0.6% after Loop Capital downgrade the stock to hold from buy. And just to highlight how quickly the fashions can change in terms of the market conversation, 
It was only minutes ago where we were just preoccupied with US financial institutions. There wasn't a sentence that went past our mouths that wasn't influenced by these organisations. Almost forgotten, Ryan. But we did hear from PacWest Bancorp again overnight, Tom. Its shares jumped 19.6% after it agreed to sell a portfolio of 74 real estate construction loans to a subsidiary of Kennedy Wilson Holdings. So that positive development was so good that's, for the KPW That's really index. important. So the, one of the reasons that these smaller financial institutions run into trouble uh, under these sorts of circumstances is because investors are really worried about real estate exposure, be it commercial real estate or otherwise. For them to get rid of that exposure was a welcome outcome. It saw the stock rise. But what it did, Ryan, was that we actually saw the KBW Bank Index flat at its worst levels of the session. It finished with a gain of 1.8%. Again, that sort of price action is quite important in terms of telling us where we are in the cycle of a story. Well, that's exactly right. So we have seen some stabilizers in the market, despite the fact we did see the Dow Jones fall by 140 points. But that said, one of the other interesting things that took place last night, Tom, was Pfizer shares rose just over 5% on a report got a that it's, drug, Ryan. it's weight loss pill. That's exciting, isn't it? We might, might, both might need to take it. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> Listener, we're both carrying a bit of condition, as Ryan points out. Some of us are trying harder to shift that condition. But what we did hear was that the oral drug from Pfizer for its weight loss showed similar and faster results than competitor Novo Nordisks. As Ampic. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? There not that go. I'm familiar with these drugs. but You're um, taking them, are you? <laughs> I'm not. I should be. But uh, regardless, uh, th- you know, that, that sort of news is always I- important. And I, th- I suppose the important thing from a Pfizer perspective is that this becomes valuable in a post-pandemic environment where investors are wanting to understand where that revenue lever is going to come from in the aftermath of what has been you know, once-in-a-generation boost to their earnings through the pandemic. So that's important in terms of the bigger picture. Uh, it's worth talking about Zoom. They reported their earnings uh, after the market closed. So uh, this stock... Uh, doing quite well in aftermarket trade. It's up by about a third of a percent. I say well because it did well in the day session. It was up by 3%. They raised their full year earnings forecast revenue up to a range of uh, $4.49 billion is what they're expecting, uh, 4.49 to 4.47. Full year profit expected to be in the range of Uh, $4.31 to $4.25 per share. That's an upgrade from their previous forecast. So the stock is only up by 5% in year-to-date terms, but it's up by about 20% since early May. Another example of a tech stock outperforming the broader market. And, of course, less of us are using Zoom these days, so it was was quite interesting. To have that growth in a post-pandemic environment is uh, obviously welcome. So Zoom is an organisation that should be quite well known to all of us. Absolutely. One thing that we also noted last night was Nike shares were down 4% thereabouts. And really the negative catalyst for that came from Foot Locker's worse than expected result in the session before. We have another retailer of note tonight, Lowe's, which will be one that will be closely watched by investors. So Lowe's is important because it tends to service part of the market, which is targeted at people who perhaps might be more conscious of their pennies, I suppose. Is that the way you would describe it? Well, yes, we've seen a move towards essentials in this period of high borrowing costs and higher interest rates. So 
that dynamic is playing out at the moment. One of the other things that was interesting last night, Tom, quick shout out to our boss, Nick Kritikos. He would have been interested in the Greek election <laughs> results. And we did see the Athens General Composite morning, Index. <laughs> we saw the Athens General Composite Index jump 6.1% after the ruling Conservative Party, New Democracy, secured a firm lead in elections. So that was a positive support for European shares last night, although the FTSE Euro First 300 Index fell by less than 0.1%. Oh, my mind was just cast back to the Greek debt crisis. Uh, what a moment that was um, post-GFC. But in any case, in terms of what we can expect today, the futures are suggesting only a modest gain for the ASX 200 when we kick off up by about a tenth of a percent. So I suppose that's in step with what we saw where Wall Street was concerned. In terms of today's outcomes, I must say, in terms of the bigger picture, uh, it's what we said about US headlines that will govern the way that things pan out this morning. But there are a, sm- uh, a number of smaller picture outcomes. Uh, AGMs, amongst them, Brainchip will be convening today. So this organisation has been very well supported in the more speculative part of the market. Their uh, business focuses on what they call edge computing. I suppose you can broadly call that AI They've probably been a little bit of a disappointment in recent history, to say the least. They've gotten a little bit of a fillip in recent times in terms of the broader AI conversation. What comes out of the AGM today will be quite important. It's been referred to as a meme stock at times, which is grossly unfair. But the other name to stick out today will be Technology One. So it's scheduled to report its half-year results. It's expecting a strong result, so that may move the tech sector. We did see, of course, the impact of the buy now, pay later credit laws or proposed laws from the Australian government come into play yesterday and have an impact on that sector, Tom. So that'll be worth looking out for, as well as BHP. BHP's in the headlines with the government in Australia basically planning a crackdown on the use of labour hire. So that could drive up wages and, and BHP aren't happy with that. So that could have some impact on headlines around that stock today. Labour hire organisations so pivotal to a whole range of organisations being able to meet their on-the-spot labour needs. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. In terms of prices, well, we've seen the US dollar firm up a little bit overnight. Um, commodity prices moved higher Generally, notwithstanding that, iron ore prices just up slightly in the last day to $107.16 US per tonne. We've got oil prices up by about a half of 1% as far as the US and European benchmarks are concerned. Uh, Brent crude oil at $75.99 US a barrel. Gold uh, largely steady at $1,977.20 US per ounce. And the Aussie dollar has just gained a little bit of ground against the greenback overnight at 66.5 US cents. Make sure you tune in to Stevie and Loz this afternoon with the afternoon Comset Market Update. Really appreciate your time. Have a great Tuesday. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.